Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, crypto traders around the world. Here's my afternoon update, as I promised. And just to put it out there up front, if you are in Satama and you tried to download the app yourself and you ran into network connection issue, you're not alone. It's not you. You're not doing anything wrong. It's not your phone. It's not your tablet. It's not your internet. It's not your mobile. It's nothing that is you. This is an upstream issue. I'm going to share what the Satama official account said it was. And then I'm going to add my two cents as to what I speculate really is going on. Remember I mentioned on the update about the launch, I said that it's hard to release a mobile-only app because there's just always these issues, right? And you can't solve everybody's issue. This is worse than even I anticipated, although some people started to call out that, you know, they did the whole clock countdown. There was a site. They made it public. This is when it's coming. What the official site has said is happening. So initially what they were doing is they were saying, give us some time, do, 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 and 300,000, do, 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 and basically blaming volume, the number of people. And there's a certain logic to this, but other people started saying, well, wait a minute, you put a clock up there, and based on the clock, that means that a bunch of people would have known that were watching what was going to happen. The official account came out very recently and said that what's happening is that the sign-up, the API they use for the sign-up, which basically is code, that makes calls and does functions is under attack from bots. And this has disrupted the ability to sign up. Now, of course, because this tool requires that you create an account, it means it's basically useless until they're able to, number one, fix the, the root of the attack, basically get rid of the bots that are attacking right now, blacklist them, prevent them from doing it, which that's a hard deal. It's like whack-a-mole because they're going to, the attackers are going to know that you're going to try to restrict them. They're seeing it, they're watching it and they'll just spin up, you know, different vectors. And that's, that always happens. This is called distributed denial of service attack or DDoS attack. And I'm sure you heard the term DDoS because AWS has had DDoS attacks and all these different services that get attacked. And they happen when you have enemies of whatever platform and they want to, they do it to kind of shut you down in spite in the old days of IRC, the DDoS attack would take the form of basically spamming a channel with a bunch of garbage so that people couldn't chat with each other. You're doing it because you're trying to disrupt. That's the whole point. It doesn't harm any individual. It harms your ability to use the platform, use the service. And normally what happens is when you spin up a tool, you're supposed to do not just penetration testing, which Certic would have done at least partial, and code robustness, but also you want to make sure that you are doing tests for something like this for performance test to make sure that it's not brought to its knees by something like this because a DDoS attack should not bring you completely to the point where it's unusable because that means that you didn't do any work to try to prevent it because you didn't anticipate it which means that you didn't think about it which means that basically people had all this demand and then you blamed the the people you didn't blame your your failure to catch this as a problem before you released the application and I believe they probably just trusted the Certic results on their face. But this is yet another example if what, and I'm going off what the official account said. So I'm not making stuff up here. I'm reading what they said. We experienced a massive bot attack on our signup API. If that's true, that means you didn't test for that. That means you didn't plan for that. That means you didn't project that might happen. That means you didn't do any measures to try to avert it, which is normal code when you're dealing with a, especially a financial type application. You should have done that up front long before you ever released it even to Certic. 
and that never happened. Could you imagine what might have happened if they released it on November 13th at the Vegas event and this happened? And to do the countdown, three, two, one, and then, and it's just a popcorn fart. And I'm sad to say that in today's update, I did speculate there might be a popcorn fart. This will be the equivalent of a popcorn fart, to quote Jim Cornette, because, not because it happened, it happens, it's technology. It's the fact that it should have been anticipated to happen, and it was going to be a risk, and they didn't apparently do any code to do anything about it. And then they blame the investors as the cause as why people couldn't sign up instead of expecting that there was a fundamental issue. Again, it goes to ego and them not listening to people who are trying to help them avert these kinds of issues. Meanwhile, the price, if you watch the price, has been destroyed because it broke its bottom resistance. That harms developers and, and investors way more than what we're seeing with this issue. And so I don't know, I, I truly don't, I, at this point, I can only speculate that they're just working under the premise of we're going to screw up, doot, 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 and we'll just keep on going, doot, doot, doot. I, I can only speculate that's kind of their mantra. Like when they're in meetings, that's just all they say. They're not willing to listen to outside help. They're not willing to engage the investors who are trying to help them anticipate this. Because remember I said, I really don't agree with just going all App Store because it limits you. There's not really much you can do. Your web can be subject to DDoS attacks, but depending on what you host it on, there are certain things that by default turn on to mitigate the harm and you can recover a lot faster than with an app where you have to do an update and then you got to republish it and all this stuff because it could be fundamental in the code. If it's fundamental in the code, now you're having to push updates to the app store. You got to re-download the updates. You might have to go through the app store process and it's, it's needless because of something that was preventable. If we take the time to stop thinking that we know this is going to go clean and smooth, and then we're sitting in a room just saying, we'll get past, do, 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 and not trying to get ahead of it. Because I said it, your enemies are out there, and they're trying to attack you, and this just gave them the opportunity, especially with the public clock. The other guy who speculated that the clock is the trigger, I think he's on to something. I think he's on to something in saying, well, you told them, you gave them a countdown as to exactly when to start pushing the trigger to start attacking the app, so that would make sense in the whole network connection issue error and why it's happening now all of a sudden right when the app launches, even with that many holders. Because it was a little bit weird to see that happen fresh out of the gate, especially when the test didn't have the same issue. So that's they're currently trying to work on it, and they're saying they'll update when the app is under normal operation, whatever that means. I suspect they're going to have to work code somewhere because I don't think it's something they can tweak on the back end to mitigate it because it's happening at the front. Like it's long before you even hit the deal. So you'd probably have to do something on the code, which I assume just looking at the app and what I've seen means you're going to need to publish a new version of the application to be all the stores. I don't know what that approval process looks like when you're doing an update because I know that there's malware checks and all kinds of stuff. I will say this, if you were not able to get in, which I assume you were not able to get in because I haven't seen anybody who was, but I'm assuming you weren't. If you were not able to get in, hopefully you've looked at the terms of service and you understand when they say things like, you know, corrupt wallet files or corrupt files or anything that's wrong with the software, you know, we're, we're, there's no guilt on us. It's like, wait, no, 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 no. Something like this, this creates a risk that somebody might lose money because if they were subject to this at just a signup phase, Imagine what might happen if somebody is able to get in who's a malicious actor 
and do a similar type bot attack that ends up stealing money from people. No, you are liable for that. And so I want you to just be aware. Some of the things they say in the terms, from my perspective, they're not going to hold up in a court. And certain judges will say, nope, screw that because of what happened. And with this happening fresh out of the gate, it doesn't bode well because they'll see there's a pattern of breach, not really breach, but I'm saying a pattern of types of breaches where it's like, well, this was this brought you down. You're saying it's a bot attack. It was enough that people weren't able to sign up. Okay, so then when you fix it and they're able to get in there, now the malicious actor could potentially launch the same bot and steal money. And if that happens, they don't have a case. And now they put it out public that this happened. I'm just saying this doesn't bode well, and it's already starting off on a rocky beginning. And again, like I said, the price of Satama, as well as many of the other tokens, has been destroyed. <laughs> I can only describe it as destroyed because, I mean, I'm looking at the price, and I haven't seen a price this low in a long time for the tokens I was dealing with. Of course, it's a great discount, so buy the dip, certainly, if you believe in the Satama Project. As I believe in the Satama Project, I don't have any concern about the project, but I do have concern, as I've always said, about the project team because it doesn't seem like they're doing things in the best interest of the investors. It seems like they're just going forward under what they want to do, regardless of the downstream impact. The other thing some people called out is, once again, just like November 13th, you build up to a thing, build up to a thing, build up to a thing, it's supposed to change the world, and you can't even get sign up correct. And that's just going to harm investor sentiment, which I agree with. And the graphs seem to also correspond to a loss of investor sentiment, strong loss of investor sentiment. What we don't know is whether or not this is a strategic attempt to bring the price down to pack bags. Like I said, some people might be doing it just to be able to get more in their bag as opposed to any specific malicious harm. It might be, hey, strategic, that they're working together because they see you know what, this might be a good thing. Well, let's get the discounts in here so that we can get more in our bag because we think it's going to skyrocket once they fix these issues. That could also be the case because the volume is up. So I suspect that that might also play a factor or people are just messing with it. And as far as the bottom resistance, it looks like it's just still hovering around it, but it did breach the bottom resistance ever briefly. I don't expect it's going to go significantly lower unless there are just catastrophic issues when you get in. Because remember, since nobody's been able to get in, we don't know if it's an absolute nightmare once you get inside there. We hope not because there was some testing that went on. But because they locked people out from the test unit, again, that means you're not getting that very critical feedback from the investors through TestNet, which I think they should have done, to just say, yeah, every investor, go in here from a test perspective, kick the tires, just understand test. We're not going to let you deposit any funds. We're just going to lock it down to sample funds through TestNet. And we want your feedback. We want the smoke. Give us that feedback, and we'll consider whether we can make adjustments based on what you guys, our bosses, say we should do. As far as I know, that didn't happen, and they only isolated it to certain people that they like. At that point, you create an echo chamber and a group thing situation, so it's very well possible you get in there, and it's a chaotic nightmare because you excluded very valuable feedback from the rest of the investors that are really trying to help you. So that's all I got. I haven't been able to get in myself, although I did try. It looked like it was going to a couple of times, but it never did. Same issue, network connection issue. So we don't really know what the inside of this thing looks like, and it's a bad look, I think, for the Satama team to get to this point. And there's a lot of chatter, of course, and this is never good, but there's a lot of chatter on Telegram from these different tertiary tokens that were supposed to be 
listed on Cytomass because, of course, they're affected by it too because there are certain people that wanted to kind of get in there, buy right away, trade right away with their Satama, you know, like Impact XP, for example. There's people there that are really upset about it. They're talking about the, the cells that are happening and the fact you can't get in. Uh, Para Inu, who I'm, as far as I know, was not going to be on there day one, but had talked about doing it. They're chatting about, okay, maybe this wasn't a good idea. Maybe we should just keep doing what we're doing. Shirio Inu, which I, at one point I saw they were supposed to be listed, but somebody said that there's only four on there because Luffy was actually removed, which didn't, I didn't know that, but apparently Luffy was removed. I don't know why. And then, of course, what happened with Shinja? So it was yanked off there. So the only ones left. And then uh, whatever that other one, Wifer, whatever that one was, apparently was removed. So there's a number of them removed, and apparently there's only going to be four from day one. And we, it seems like it's this whole big scatterbrain chaotic thing, and a lot of people are not happy. So this sentiment shift that we're talking about now, I think is playing a lot of factor in what's happening to this attack on this tool. I don't, I don't for a, belief, for a moment think it'll sustain or last, but I do know that once you bring technology like this into play, you got some really bad, bad actors who are very powerful, as we used to call them in my day, script kiddies, who have some very strong tools to bring stuff down. There used to be on social media an account with those guys, and they would basically say, okay, we're about to attack walmart or we're about to attack this over here we don't agree with this so we're going to attack them and they would just fire up their scripts and they would shut it down it was guaranteed and they never did find out who these people were they disappeared at some point but i suspect they just went underground and it wouldn't surprise me if at least one of them was bought into satama and or was affected by satama at some point and they're contributing to what's happening now so in summary nobody's been able to get into the side of mask as it stands, at least as far as I can tell, I haven't seen anybody who has chimed in saying we were in it. Their current estimation to get this resolved is about two-ish hours, maybe an hour and a half. And of course, it depends on what they find and it depends on what they have to do in order to publish whatever fix that they're doing. And that's assuming that they, they're correct and the bot attack is legit, number one. Number two is that the only thing that's affecting them because it could be other stuff affecting them. So depending on what other things come up, it may or may not go at, you know, basically 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern. If it does, then there could be other things that show up late game, and we don't know what those might do or what that scope might look like, and we don't know what's going to happen once you get inside the deal. There's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of unknowns with this business. So all I can tell you is to kind of hold I guess not even just the crypto, just hold tight, hands on, and just kind of wait and see what's going to happen with this. As well, the price movement is, it is kind of somewhat stable. I can't say strong stable, but it's somewhat stable. It's not completely crapping out, but it's certainly down for where it should be and certainly down for where it started in the morning. So I would think, and a lot, and I would think once people get inside, there's going to be some other issues that people are going to find. And we don't know what those are going to look like. So I guess in summary, what I'm saying to you folks is if you don't even care about Cytomask, like it doesn't affect you, you don't care about it at all, you don't plan to download it, you don't care to contribute to any of that, and you have nothing to do with it, and or you're just anti-Cytomask you know, for whatever reason. Even regardless, 
if you hold Satama or you plan to hold Satama, you are affected by what's happening because of investor sentiment. So at minimum, I would encourage you to keep keep your eyes and ears open for these types of updates from persons like myself who are neutral, who are also investors, but we're neutral. We're not going to overtly praise it just because of Russ, we trust nonsense. We believe in the truth of what's happening, which is this is a preventable mistake. It is something that should have been caught because when you do this type of development, especially for a financial-based application, testing against DDoS attacks is a fundamental that you should do. However, nobody thought about it, period. It's clear because it was day one. As far as we can tell, nobody got in. So that means nobody thought about this. Nobody took the time to really understand what it was that they needed to do in order to have a strong, solid, largely pain-free launch because they were too focused on just getting it out. And I do believe that there was just an urgency because of the failure of November 13th. And somebody saying, we got to get this going, we got to go, Certic's done, let's get it out, and we'll just fix stuff later. Do, do, do. I firmly believe this was part of the thought process. I wasn't in the room, but the behaviors that I see and the messaging I see and the reactions to simple things tells me that there was just an urgency just to get it out and try to fix stuff later. Some people said, well, why didn't Certic catch it? Certic is not going to test against DDoS attacks because Certic is only testing the application in of itself and what it would do or not do for the investors once you're already in it and whether or not the security in the front end is robust, but that has nothing to do with DDoS attacks. DDoS attacks is all on the developer. You'd have to know that you need to test for these things because every tool has to. That's why I'm sure every single person listening here at least once in your life has seen what's called a Cloudflare or some other page that just temporarily stops you and it asks you to do a CAPTCHA because it doesn't trust you because it's assuming that you're some kind of bot. Those kinds of tools like a Cloudflare and even some CAPTCHA, they're used because they detect DDoS, potential DDoS attacks, which comes from things like changing IPs, changing regions, speed of connection. These are things that they have programmed in to try to find these and make sure that it's a human coming across rather than a bot. That's why I say it's a standard one-on-one that should have been thought of during development because everything does it. All the search engines do it. Most of the major sites do it. Like Amazon will do it where it'll force you to do a CAPTCHA if it sees that you're coming across from a different region. These are basic fundamental things. These were not taken into account. For Cytomass release, one has to question why not. At this point, it's kind of moot because we're already here. They're aware of it apparently because they announced it and they're working to fix it. But we still should analyze, well, why was it allowed to happen in the first place? And if, if I were in that room, I'd say, you guys need to just come out and say, we screwed up. We missed it. We didn't think about DDoS attacks. We're listening. If we have people out there in our investor land who have these skills, again, somebody who knows legal, really, for that terms of service, somebody who's been an auditor, somebody who knows security, somebody who knows DDoS prevention, somebody who knows mobile app development, because that's another issue with you know people who launch it and it just goes white and then closes, they're going to need a lot more skills than I think they have. And I guarantee you that many of their investors already had those skills and would love to contribute them if they knew that the skills would be used to benefit the project and put it back positive. 
And then if you choose to do another Vegas event, and I'm glad they didn't do it for this because it would have been an absolute, somebody would have been hurt um, if they had done that. But, you know, the next time you try to do some sort of shindig out in Las Vegas, maybe call somebody who lives in Las Vegas to help you with things like the correct way to live stream it, the correct way to do interviews, the correct hardware that you can do that you do, that is compliant with the facility, but you need somebody who's there who understands how to navigate those rules because we all as investors want to see it succeed. We don't want to see it fail. And many of us are frustrated when we see preventable mistakes tanking the price as we see today. So that's my update, afternoon update. I'll check back in probably tomorrow because at this point, my guess is they're not going to get everything fully resolved tonight. Maybe they do, but my guess is they probably won't. And I'll check in tomorrow, see where they're at. If I see just more squawking, I'll let you know that in the daily update. Otherwise, if I'm able to get in and do basic transactions, and like I said, at this point, I definitely am not going to send my Satama into it. I'll just buy a whole new bag just from scratch, just so I can play with it, try different things, see how the core functionality works, get a high-level sense of you know the tool itself, and then kind of give my feedback, primarily as somebody who works as as in technology, but also from an kind of an investor lens combination. Then I want to go through there and see, okay, what we can do. Um, I want to give kudos real quick for our wrap up to the developers of the Impact XP uh, group. Because the Impact XP is one of the people supposed to be on Cytomask. And as I said, there's a lot of people pissed off about what's going on about Cytomask, a lot. In X Impact XP, predominantly they are they're on the vein of not trashing any other project and i kudos them this because again i think it's not about projects necessarily and they're trying to keep their community healthy and i've said a healthy community to me generally will be long term they will stay and the course and they will be solid for the future even though their price is down as well now i agree with them you should not trash a project but here's where I disagree with them. And if they're listening to this, please, if you want to come on the show, I want smoke. Here's where I disagree. The side of mask was a preventable, this issue was a preventable mistake. And people have every right as investors, and they are your boss, and they're Satama's boss. They have every right to express the concerns that I've shared and others have shared about preventable mistakes, because that's the only way we can learn, people. We can't learn to do things better if we're always silencing and saying hate is going to hate and blocking out and muting and saying stay positive, stay positive, yay, when things are going bad. We need to call them out and we need to not be afraid to call them out. Now, there's a respectful way to do so. So as long as you're willing to embrace the respectful way to do so, as I believe I have done, then that's cool. But I don't think we should be at a point where we say, no, you can't say anything negative about them. No, you should say things negative because it's the only way they're going to learn because we need enough voices criticizing them for preventable mistakes. It's the only way they're going to get a message. I don't want to see the price drop, but I understand the frustration of many of the people I've heard from who believe that ultimately it's, it's nothing more than a scam. That's what the going message is, despite my every attempt to say, I'm bullish about the project. I don't believe in the team, but I want the team to change so that we can stop those voices who are the naysayers? It's not about them being haters. They have valid concerns. What we need to do is get the development team to recognize that investors are their boss. 
and start listening to people, telling them to stop making these preventable mistakes because the project is not where it should be. So let's check in tomorrow. I will check in tomorrow, and I'll provide an update. If you're able to get in there, take a look around. Maybe you love it. Maybe it's awesome. Maybe it's excellent. Maybe it's everything they promised. Let's hope this is the case. Just based on the current pattern and the current way that things have gone and the messaging from the team, I'm not optimistic, and that's why I'm just going to wait till tomorrow because I don't want to rush anything like it seems like they did. I want to give them the time to properly address whatever issue that they're dealing with in all fairness, and then I will objectively rate it once ever I can get a chance to get in there and look at it.